Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It is episode 112 of the Say Hey Podcast. I am Doug Hayes. It is November 15th, 2023. No Say Hey Rob tonight, but joined by the, you know, third guy of the show. Say Hey Brooks. Welcome back again, my friend. How's it going? Always happen, happy to be third place um, in this in this crew. Uh, what up, Say Hey Doug? How you doing, my friend? Doing well. A uh, lot of rain today out here where I'm at. So, and I love that weather. So, I'm just happy that like fall slash winter is finally here. You're you're a Pacific Northwest guy. I really am. Yeah, I really am. We all know. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you uh, pretty much filling in for Rob tonight, and definitely thinking of Rob and praying for him. Nothing's wrong with him. He's just working. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. I will do my best to fill that jock strap. <laughs> Robbie Lewis. Whoa. We miss you, buddy. (laughs) So a lot's going on with the Giants, but not a lot at the same time around baseball. I mean, we're almost two weeks into free agency now, and pretty much nothing's happened. Uh, The cold stove. Yeah, it's it's not a hot stove, for real. I mean, we've heard very minimal uh, teams are interested in this guy, blah, 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 which... You know, as Giants fans, we're very seasoned with those things now. It's like, you know, whatever. Uh, we'll we'll see it when something actually happens. Um, like today, good example. I think we had two guys. I, I got a notification for Giants are interested in Matt Chapman, and the Giants and the Dodgers and the Padres are, t- you know, all in on Blake Snell. Like, okay, that's that's all I got. So, and you know what I did? I didn't even open it. I just cleared it. That's because it's. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't need to see that shit anymore, man. I'm just. I'm over it. Like, tell me when they sign. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically been the uh, the manager uh, chapter of this uh, off season. You got all these new managers finding homes, coaching staffs getting uh, worked out, and uh, a very small player movement. And I don't want to hear about. Oh well, uh, we're just waiting for Otani to sign. That's because that's a big, you know, that's a big transaction when that happens. Don't tell me that the smaller one, two-year deal guys are waiting for Otani to sign. Please, yeah. No uh, let's let's get let's just get some movement going. Uh, you know, early bird gets the worm. Winter meetings, uh, early December. It's like, let's just see if uh, you know if you're not going to do any free agent movement. Start making some some trades. And you know what? I think we might talk about some trades today. Well, you know, Brooks, uh, MLB Trade Rumors thinks that Cody Bellinger is getting 12 years. So maybe Otani's waiting for Bellinger to sign. <laughs> you know, I – gosh. I actually saw that since you mentioned it. Um, the couple other outlets that were predicting contracts, I believe it was The Athletic and ESPN. I don't think uh, – or maybe a sp- – spot track or spot track. but they two of them you know besides mlb trade rumors had cody bellinger getting like five or six years and it's like that's such a stark 
difference than the it's 12 half. year. That's pretty wild. So, and that's more believable to me. It is and it isn't because of his age. It'll I put mean, him at 33, which is kind of a, it is. It, that would be like an odd time to be a free agent. Yeah. But I just I just can't and I I know we're going on about could about, but whatever. It I, would I just be can't see him going getting one deal until he's 40. I just don't see it. Yeah, it, 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 last thing I'll say on Cody right now is if he does end up getting a five-year, six-year deal, you know that there's going to be an opt-out after year two or something. So, Oh, yeah, put him at 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like a, hey, I tried for the 12-year deal. Didn't work out, so I'm going to take a very heavy-loaded six-year deal. And yep. then I'll – if I hey, you know what? I think any MLB team that's looking to commit – 200 plus million to Cody Bellinger wants to see more than one year of great baseball since his MVP, uh, basically MVP season. And I think it was 2019, right? So, yep. So they're gonna, they're gonna want to see who are you really? So, anyways, uh, well, exciting <laughs> to see where he ends up. So yeah, kind of like you hinted at, we're gonna we're gonna talk some winter trade possibilities. Uh, that'll be the bulk of this episode. But before we get to that. Just want to talk uh, two things real quick. Rule five decisions were made yesterday for the Giants, and um, I think last year Rob and I were kind of like, "Oh, let's let's predict who they can, you know, decide to protect and decide to, you know, leave open to to the rule five. This year is kind of just like, let's just, you know, that's t- that's too much for us guys that like, you know, like we enjoy enjoy minor league stuff. Uh, you know, we. We love following it, but we're not like experts. So let's just let it happen. Then we can talk about it after and we'll, we'll keep it pretty uh, brief tonight, but the giants decided to keep three guys, all pitchers, uh, Kai Wei Tang, uh, the right-hander, Eric Miller, the left-hander and Trevor McDonald, the right-hander. Um, so real quick, the, the thing I would ask you, cause you, you know, you, you know, some of your prospect stuff as well. Um, are you in, are you surprised by by anybody maybe that wasn't protected um yeah i'll start with the fact that you know trying to predict rule five guys is incredibly hard it is because very few times is there any slam dunks like uh well of course luciano that one time and um i think matos was the other one in that same group um but yeah the trend for i would say most operating uh clubs would be to protect arms. Pitchers that you got to remember if, if uh, I'm assuming most of you listening understand how the Rule 5 works, but uh, there will be a Rule 5 draft for these eligible players that went unprotected today. And those clubs that are doing the drafting, uh, they can purge one of the players that the Giants did not protect or any of the other clubs. The thing is, is that they need to keep them on the active roster in 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically all season. I think there's like, I so think you have to clear Sable last year. Yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the best example is just watch what they did with Blake Sable. Uh, you can hide them on the injured list here and there, but basically um, yeah, you need to have them on the season for, I think it's like 85% of the season, whatever it is. Don't quote me on that, but uh, that's hard <laughs> to do if you're, protecting uh let's say grant mccray um he's someone that the a lot of people uh in giants twitter were kind of scratching their heads what they didn't protect grant mccray he's an outfielder uh he's played high a ball um it would be tough i, I think bagger said it best you know it's 
tough to imagine him or Averson, uh, Artiaga, if they are going to be taken in the Rule 5 draft, some club is going to have to give them a active 26-man ro- roster spot. That's tough. Um, but, you know, th- that's why – and it's a long version of me saying that pitchers are easier to find their way uh, on a big league club. Yes. They they can be fast-tracked. I, I won't steal the entire Rule 5 conversation, but, yeah, that's my two cents on it is – I'm not surprised by the pitcher aspect being the only part of it. No, you're good. I mean, and and you covered pretty much everything that needs to be covered on how the rule five works, at least, you know, for the basic audience that wants to know. Um, But like, just real quick, looking at the three guys, the giants uh, protected Kaiway Tang. um, He's going to be 25 in a couple weeks. So he's not necessarily young, Um, you know, appeared in 17 games with Sacramento last year. Started 16 of them. He also started the year off in Richmond Double-A. High strikeout guy, um, almost 11 Ks per nine with the River Cats. But just like a lot of other Giants pitchers in the organization, a very high walk rate. Um, so mm-hmm. definitely uh, something to keep an eye on um, because, uh, you know, Eric Miller is pretty similar that way to the lefty who – is already 25 and actually he's almost and he will be 26 on opening day that's not young um he uh appeared in 48 games last year for the river cats was pretty much their closer he did have 14 saves 2770 ra uh over 12 and a half k's per nine but again 7.1 walks per nine These guys don't throw strikes i mean even kyle harrison who's up with uh, who's going to get a rotation shot uh, out of out of camp is another guy. It's just it's kind of a trend we've seen the last couple of years. High strikeout rates, but you don't know where the balls are going all the time. Um, yeah, and then uh, and I'll, I'll let you go and just say I just want to just get through these three guys and then we can talk about them. Uh, Trevor McDonald uh, on the younger side, he'll be uh, 23 by opening day uh, for the Giants. He is a right-hander. Um, he had a uh, fairly decent year uh last year in in nine games started eight for eugene had a 0.96 era 932 strikes strikeouts per nine and a respectable 1.91 walks per nine so that's what i look at when i'm looking at like prospects pitching so yeah yeah so a lot of strikeouts a lot of walks for the most part that's who the giants protected yeah i mean three pitchers that um I'll, i'll say two of them you could easily see uh getting a decent amount of playing time uh, barring any crazy injuries uh, this upcoming season. Trevor McDonald, I'm not sure uh, how quickly we will see Trevor. Um, It kind of goes back to recent rule five additions. Um, Like when's the last time you thought about, you know, Randy Rodriguez, uh, Jose Mm -hmm. Cruz, they were added like kind of surprisingly over the last few years to uh, protect them from the rule five. And you know they're they've basically been working their way up, high A, double A, all that. I think Randy's you know set to be in triple A this year, so we'll see. But those are a couple arms uh, that have been on the forty for a couple years now. Um, so that's uh, you know Farhan and the forty man roster spots very uh, very important to kind of regulate those, make sure um, he has who he wants taking up those spots. So. So that's why they added just three, um, Kaiwei Tang and Eric Miller. I could definitely see them uh, getting some uh, some run this year. 
Uh, I'll quickly say the interesting thing is kind of find a path to uh, certain, you know, like Eric Miller was the easy trade. Uh, he was just swapped for Junior Marte uh, with the Phillies. So that's how the Giants acquired Eric Miller. Kai Wei Tang, uh, you know, there's a player named Hunter Cole drafted in the 2014 uh, draft for the Giants. He found his way uh, to uh, in, in the Sam Dyson trade with the Rangers. Um, and then Sam Dyson was traded uh, to the Twins for Jalen Davis, Kaiwei Tang, and Prelander Baroa, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny how Kaiwei Tang found his way onto the Giants' 40-man roster um, by a 26th round Hunter Cole. That's how he got here. So The domino uh, effect is crazy. It is. It is. Um, yeah, and that's... Basically, uh, not going to go into, you know, if you want to know more about these players, look up their stat sheet. That's the best I can give you. Um, uh, everything you mentioned about the walk rate being an issue for those uh, two players that might find some time up in the big club this year. Yeah. And the last two things real quick that I will say before we move on. Um, the 40-man roster currently stands at 39. So there's a spot. But also, and again, we'll get into this. This will be the main topic we talk about is trades. Who knows? Either of these guys could be involved in a trade this winter. So doesn't necessarily mean that they will be on the Giants opening day roster. Just if they're not going anywhere, they will be, unless they're hurt. So True. Um, just something to keep in mind. The other thing uh, we wanted to discuss uh, pretty quickly is the uh, coaching staff is officially official uh, after the the additions of um, – I'm sorry uh, – Garvin Alston, the uh, he's the going to be the new Giants bullpen coach, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's been the pitching coach with the River Cats the last, uh, you know, several years, years, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And then um, Brian Price is going to be be taking over for Andrew Bailey, who's been interviewing. I know for sure with like the Yankees uh, for the bench coach job and um, the Red Sox uh, at some capacity could be pitching coach as well. Um, so Brian Price taking over for him. If you don't remember who Brian Price is, just YouTube him and the <laughs> F word and, you know, you'll run into some good entertaining stuff there. But rant. <laughs> the rest of the coaching staff is finalized. The new bench coach will be Ryan Christensen, third base coach. You, you might have heard of him, Matt Williams. He's back in the Giants uniform coming up from San Diego with Bob Melvin. Um, Mark Hallberg is being retained from the previous uh, few years. He's moving over to first base now. I mentioned Price. J.P. Martinez will serve as the assistant pitching coach, along with, uh, like I said, Garvin Olson being the bullpen coach. Justin uh, Viele, I can never say Vili. Right. Vili, that's right. Thank you. He was kind of the controversial, controversial uh, question mark that is being retained. Um, he will be co-hitting coach with Pat Burl, Pat the yeah. Bat. Um, Pedro Guerrero is going to be another assistant hitting coach. Alyssa Nacken is uh, still here. And uh, I'm not even going to try to say the last. Tyra Iwamatsu. Thank you. She's also an assistant coach. So he is. Yes, he is. Whatever. I've never um, heard the name. I apologize. Um, so, yeah. Let me, let me tell you something. I got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, I was on the Say Hey Pod a couple episodes ago, and we were talking immediately, like hours after Bob Melvin was hired, and my guy, Say Hey Doug, right here. Was saying, hey, what if you, you know, what if they bring over? I'd like to see them bring over Matt Williams, and how about how about Pat Burrell to be the hitting coach? That would be something. 
And uh, I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, yeah, sure. I can maybe see it. Yeah. Boom. That happened. So good call on that, buddy. Um, Thanks. I, uh, you know, you were due. The year was almost over. You had to get one in. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Actually, I was uh, solidified tonight, man. Uh, Garrett Cole went in the AL Cy Young. I did call that the preseason. So that's uh, right. I wasn't right. thrilled about it, but whatever. It was, uh, from your lips to the baseball gods. Ears. Um, <laughs> no, good call. You, you're on a roll lately. Um, yeah, I should say. Now, you should, yeah, while you're ahead. <laughs> um, now, Matt and Pat, I like it. Uh, it you mentioned Justin Veely. Uh, I remember I remember Buster saying, uh, Justin and Dustin, uh, you know, he's talking about the co-hitting coaches back then, uh, Dustin Lind, I believe. Uh, yes. So he's, he's yes. no longer around. But, um, Correct. Yeah, I mean, it's the more the merrier for, you know, this coaching staff. Like, why, le- why lose Justin Veeley when, uh, you know, let Pat Burrell kind of settle in? He hasn't really been a big league coach before. He's got to, you know, kind of work with uh, his peers, uh, these guys, and kind of go from there. But Pat has been getting, uh, you know, huge acclaim from the players that are currently on, you know. Which is most important. Yeah, these actual young players that are on the Giants active roster and stuff, they're just rave reviews about how Pat's worked with the, you know, the young guys coming up yeah. in the system. So couldn't hurt because, uh, you know, from my standpoint, we'll see where we're at after the all, uh, after the uh, off season is over. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of young guys on this Giants team making uh, league minimum <laughs> that helps the owners uh, overall. Uh bottom line at the end of the year so <laughs> so i think pat you're, trying, will be working. you're <laughs> trying so hard not to say break even <laughs> you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say what you think i would say uh, <laughs> yeah so i think there's gonna be a lot of young players on this giants team coming up so good yep. for pat to uh work and continue his work with those guys um but yeah i'm not gonna mention too much about the staff um just a, i don't know bunch of dudes and a gal and we'll see how it goes yeah one gal apologize uh, from me, uh, let me just Tyra. clear up. Tyra Iwamatsu has been the bullpen coach for the Giants for like decades. He's been <gasps> around that guy. Oh yeah, see, I never knew his name. I do yeah, know yeah. who you're talking about yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's been around, around, and now he's worked his way up to assistant coach. Oh, good for him, stupid. man. Yeah, no, good don't for worry. Him. Good it. for him. No, I, I, know I know a guy. Exactly. <laughs> I know a guy who can edit that part out. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, no. I'm gonna leave it. I'm joking. I'm authentic. I'm, I'm authentic. joking. Yes. Um, can you edit that out? No, no I'm joking. Yes. Um. All right, you want to talk some trades? I can't wait to laugh at all your trades. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'll laugh at mine too. Um, so we've heard, you know, President of Baseball Operations Farhan Zaidi talk about this is a, you know, it's a big winter for the Giants. Um, <laughs> Sorry. In regard- <laughs> Did you say it's a big winter? It's a big winter. God, wow. Uh, in regards one. of, you know, bringing in free agencies and our free agencies, free agents and significant free agents. But he's also mentioned that uh, they're not ruling out making some, you know, one or more trades uh, this offseason as well. So thought it'd be cool to get together and let's talk some trades. And Rob gave me his trades, too. So um, we are going to discuss those, too. Um, what I'll do is you and I can go back and forth and kind of discuss and uh, justify our trades. And then I'll just throw Rob's out there and we can be like, oh, or laugh and cry. And then I'll have him justify him on the next episode. So we'll do it. that. I love it. And so, uh, before you get into it, I'll just say Farhan 
it's his legacy is not the free agents he didn't sign. It's the big trades he has not made thus far. True. Um, because the one thing you can control most of the time is making a trade happen. Uh, you, you literally are working with another GM or president of ops to find a negotiation that works for both. Um, it's not about the player wanting to come to San Francisco. It's not in their control. So if Correct. Farhan wants to make a big splash in a trade uh, and the GM agrees, the players are going to be here. They can't do anything about it. And I say that everyone was like, gosh, why are you being such a downer? But that's kind of the problem is he hasn't been able to get free agents to whether it's ownership, you know, pulling so the back. Other route. I won't go all the way into it, but uh, but that's been the problem is even when they're shaking the money at the players, they're still going, nah, I think I'm good. I'm not coming there. So, yep. uh, so uh, I'll, I'll preface it with this could be Farhan's first actual going wild in the trade scene uh, for the Giants we've ever seen for, you know, going on five years now. So, Agreed. Um, before we start, you know, we had no criteria. Um, these are just three random trades. Um, so there's no, you know, no purpose or specific ones that we don't, even though I did kind of do my own like type of trades and I'll, I'll explain mm-hmm. when I, when I go. So, um, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Lead us All off. Right. I'll, I'll go first. This one I called my platoon proof trade. Um, so the giants would be, and again, I have to say this real quick before <laughs> oh, some people, some people go after us. We're just fans, okay? We're not experts. We're not involved in the media. These are just our opinions. And we're doing this for fun, ultimately. So don't get all offended or upset. It's just a podcast. If you don't like it, go listen to something else. I don't Please, really please be offended. I say the opposite. <laughs> please cry about all these trades. <laughs> that sounds favorite, about right. My favorite prospect? You can't That's, get rid of him. I know. Oh, my God. They're doing so great for, he, for our Sacramento team. He's a prospect I've heard about. Therefore, he's good. <laughs> Well, guess what? I'm trading one. Keaton Wynn is out the door going to the Baltimore Orioles along with, this might piss off more people, Mike Yastrzemski opening up some room in the outfield. Keaton Wynn and Mike Yastrzemski to Baltimore for Anthony Santander. Okay. Nice. Um, Santander's hit for a lot of power the last three years. Um, 24 home runs in 21, 24 and 22. And I'm sorry, I'm looking at his doubles. I'm an idiot. 18 home runs in 2021, 33 home runs in 2022, and 28 again this year. That's in right. yes, sorry. In uh math is hard in 2023. So big bopper. Uh 89 RBIs last year, 95 this year. So something the Giants could really use. He's entering his final year of arbitration, so he's still relatively cheap. Could sign long term. Giants would have the year to do that. Um, he's a fresh 29 years old. And Baltimore has Cedric Mullins, Austin Hayes, and two of their top prospects, uh, Heston Jerstad and Colton Kowser, are pretty much ready to hit the big leagues, and they're outfielders. So get rid of this guy and get something while you can. Um, also, Santander could play left, right, and some first base. Um, That's right. Which, yeah, which is and important. He's, he's a switch hitter. Correct. <laughs> so even though I say, you know, it's platoon proof because you look at this his splits he can hit both um i think i I don't have him exactly in front of me but he hit like 250 against righties and 260 against lefties or something like that so pretty solid um the orioles get 
according to MLB.com, the Giants' 16th prospect in Keaton Wynn. Obviously, we got to see him up with the uh, big club a little bit last year. Sure. He gives the, the Orioles some cheap pitching depth, which they could use, and that's a good team, but they are lacking a little bit of starting pitching depth. Who could develop into a back end of the rotation option? Who has his rookie status still available? He'll be only 26 on opening day. And Mike Yastrzemski gives Baltimore an all, uh, outfield option as a veteran fourth guy, possibly, who would primarily hit against right-handed pitching. He's got power. He's decent defensively. Can play pretty much anywhere in the outfield, obviously. And I believe he's only set to make $6.1 million this year in 2024. So not too expensive as well. So that's my first trade. Keaton Wynn and Mike Yastrzemski for Anthony Santander. I like it. I hope... Both Baltimore and San Francisco also like it. Um, I like it so much that I'll go with my trade, Mike Yastrzemski, to the Orioles. Also, <laughs> no no lies. No now, lies. Remember, this is back to the Orioles. By the way. Yeah, that's why literally sometimes <laughs> players uh, find their way back to their original organization. I, you know, I've been trying to trade Yaz to Boston for a couple <laughs> of years now. I know I mention it in our chat every, basically every, every other day. day. Every day, every other day, um, because it's just like it's so poetic. Yes, yeah, Stramski back in Boston. Yeah, um, but every time I looked at that potential trade, I could not see them matching up on that trade. I just don't see any players that the Red Sox could give the Giants and make it yeah. work. Anyways, I won't go into that. I just, I it's funny how I also have Mike. Okay, I'll tell you my trade fully. Um, it's kind of a lot more intricate, a little bit more busy. Okay. So the Giants are sending to the Orioles Mike Yastrzemski and paying his entire, I think it's like $7 million that he's owed in arbitration, something like that. Yeah, I had I had it at 6-1, but I remember that they uh, they gave him a little more last year in yeah, the arbitration. Roster so. resource, yeah, things whatever. Like seven, Six, so seven million. We'll go with that. So Giants will be paying all of his salary this year, um, mm. but that means Orioles would have to pay him uh, next year, whatever he makes in ARB, whatever. But, um, you know, because the Orioles don't like to spend a lot of money. I think they finished with $66 million pre-tax uh, payroll last year. It's like, what? Um, they, have, they have a lot of guys that are finally hitting ARB, you know, so they're going to start making one or two or three or four million each, mm-hmm. you know, so it's going to be a little different. Um, but also sending to the Orioles, David VR and Jose Cruz, both on the 40-man roster. Uh, you know, I think Farhan's going to want to – free up some 40-man roster spots for a few of these players coming in. Mm-hmm. So those three players, again, Yastrzemski, his contract would be paid by the Giants for this year. To the Giants from the Orioles is Jorge Mateo, who uh, stole 32 bags last year. He doesn't hit a lot, but uh, he can do a lot for the, the Giants. He actually got super hot for a month and a half for the Orioles. He was just killing it hitting like 380 or whatever it was like what but you know expect him to hit around 200 um i should probably just tell you the players first and then go back but uh yeah so jorge (laughs) mateo infielder uh john means lefty who just just got over uh tommy john Uh, he's owed about six million this year so i think the orioles uh you know if they're pet any pinching i should say um that would be a good time to move john means uh he's in the last year of his contract and joey ortiz who is a uh shortstop prospect you mentioned doug they already have 
low, they're just so loaded uh, in the infield that it's just ridiculous. Yeah, we talked about Jackson Holiday. Ja- Jackson Holiday is literally like projected the best prospect to, in baseball. Yeah, he's projected to be like their starting shortstop. So it's kind of yeah. like, so that there is a you know, folks. I just want to say there's a reason why we we're looking at these, you know, these teams. What they we do our research. We see what they have. We see what they need. See what kind of prospects are in their system. Um, if someone's loaded a catcher, like don't trade them a catcher. Like it just doesn't make sense. Right? Yeah. So, so taking a couple, uh, you know, a shortstop prospect and an infielder uh, out of there and a starting pitcher who um, the only thing that would kill this trade is if the Orioles just really need John means to pitch. Cause uh, Jose Cruz ain't going to help this year for them. I don't think so. Anyways, that's uh, that's my hypothetical. Uh, they don't but... need John means because they already have Keaton win. Didn't you just hear me? Oh yeah. <laughs> No, you, know, you know what? I, I like John Means, and he had a great year. Um, was it two years ago before he got hurt? Yeah. Um, and I think I think it was you, me, and, and possibly Rob were kind of thrown around and you know for the trade deadline stuff a couple years ago. Yep. Um, because the Orioles weren't good yet two years ago, and the Giants right. were good. Like maybe they can get a John Means at the deadline to yep. bolster up that uh, rotation. Because when healthy, John Means is a pretty mean pitcher. Yes, I know what you means. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's get Rob's first trade in here. Orioles and, again? Um, <laughs> you're not going to believe this. Um, <laughs> All right, the Giants are getting, and he's been wanting this guy for a while now, Shane Bieber from Cleveland. And Oops. Yeah, and the Guardians are getting Von Brown and Mason Black. Okay, Rob, that is actually like the most realistic trade I've heard so far. <laughs> that could actually happen. It could. And 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 Shane Bieber's a really good pitcher when he's when he's right. And I know Rob's been big on him for a couple years now. Hey, so I'll have Mickey, him. Sorry, Mickey Mouse ring. Uh, I mean, a Mickey Mouse Cy Young. Uh, True. In 2020. So. Yes, I'll I'll have Rob uh, talk about that one next week. So. Um, here is my second one. This is this one's a little more complex. Not too complex, but kind of complex. This was like my platoon utility. Now, just because the Giants may be in on superstars again doesn't mean that they won't make a move for someone that is, hey, this guy plays six different positions. This guy can only hit right-handed pitching, blah, blah, blah. It's still Farhan Zaidi, guys. So, you know, <laughs> let's let's just pump the brakes on some stuff so pump those brakes (laughs) even though this guy very much can play every day okay so the giants are on the phone and they're talking with the very disappointing 2023 st louis cardinals Hmm. and brooks is going to be so shocked i'm finally getting rid of this guy elliot ramos is on his way out trade value (laughs) i know along with wade meckler who is the giants number 11 prospect for mlb.com and are you ready for this one this is the fun part Anthony DiSclefani. Don't forget, he's still a San Francisco Giant. But the Giants are going to pay half of his $12 million in 2024. So $6 million going with him to St. Louis. Sending him back to the NL Central. Um, If he's healthy, he provides them some back-end rotation stuff. So Yeah, um, Wainwright just retired, so they're going to need an arm. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't tell you who the Giants, the Giants are setting all that for nothing. I wait, didn't even say wait, who Gi- the Giants are actually getting something in return for this? Yes. Sign me up. Here's a guy. Now, here's a guy who was actually a possibility and was getting his name swirled around this last summer, and that's Tommy Edmond. Ooh, Stanford. Fairly, 
so Tommy Edmond, let's talk about him. He's fairly split proof. He can play all over the diamond. In 2023, he appeared in 51 games at second base, 48 games at shortstop, 42 in center, and eight in right field. Uh, he hits for some power, doesn't walk much, but doesn't strike out much either, which the Giants need. They need less strikeout guys. Um, and they get fairly af- more athletic, actually, th- with this because he's got 89 stolen bags since 2021. That's pretty legit. Um, and he's under team control through 2026. So you'd get a real, this is like, this is your ultimate like utility guy that the Giants have really been like looking for um, the last couple of years. Um, the Cardinals, obviously, they're getting Elliot Ramos, who has big power potential. He's still only 24, not it's even arbitration eligible yet. Hard. Um, until 2026. Um, so, you know, I used to be big on Elliot Ramos. I just don't think the Giants believe in him there, but maybe a fresh start. He could, uh, you know, go help someone, uh, another team. Uh, Wade Meckler, I mean, everybody knows about Wade Meckler. Now he shot up through the system last year, hit for a high average at every level, struggled when he got to the major leagues, had showed a little bit of promise, but I don't I don't know. I, I don't see the long-term thing here with the Giants. He's still only 23. He was drafted in the eighth round of the 2022 draft, and he can play anywhere in the outfield. Um, and what that does is, I noticed, you know, Tyler O'Neill and Dylan Carlson had rough 2023s. Maybe the Cardinals are, I know, Dylan Carlson. Dylan Carlson had a rough year? That sucks. (laughs) The Cardinals could be looking at cheap young options with guys that have, you know, at least cracked the big league level, and Meckler could give them that um, option. And then obviously with Disclafani, when he is right, he could be a decent 4-5 or option in the rotation, can hit mid-90s, coming off back-to-back injury-laden seasons, but he's a free agent after this upcoming season. Um, and it would help take this thing off uh, if the Cardinals are only have to pay six of the 12 million, um, because if he gets hurt again, then it doesn't really deplete their payroll. So there you go. That's my second trade. I, I like it, especially cause I don't have any of those guys in my trade. So we With can make also the Cardinals. No, <laughs> we can make this coexist. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously Tommy Edmond, uh, surprised he didn't get moved last deadline his name was brought up um Agreed. Yeah. by multiple clubs um so you know if if they're serious about um you know doing kind of a kind of not quite rebuild but a retooling of sorts um but also trying to fill some spots like you said uh starting pitcher and a couple outfielders uh, that are going to fit right in after you know they've gone through a lot of outfielders young outfielders over the years yeah uh tommy fam uh was around for a little bit he was a big name over there he left um piscotti left harrison bader left like they've gone through a lot of outfielders so i could see this actually happening so i like it thank you um yeah let's let's get tommy edmund come home tommy um (laughs) i also have the giants acquiring a infielder from the nl central you ready for this one i think i know who it is and i'll i'll be guess. honest with you jonathan india oh no no actually oh. i'm not, I'm not in, uh, jonathan india guy i just don't i don't think he's that good sorry okay i just I was he was just rookie of the year though he was rookie of the year at one point I'll give yeah, him that. yeah yeah um no i'm going with willie adamas from the brewers oh the brewers yeah and uh that's it just willie adamas are you sure you're not including a starting pitcher <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I had to. No. I had to. <laughs> I I don't want Corbin Burns on the Giants. Get him <laughs> off my team. No, um, the guys anyway. will appreciate that. Yeah, they will. They will. Um, 
No, I only uh, accept good players in these trades. Okay, here we go. Willie Adamas coming to the Giants. What do they have to give up to get him? This one actually makes way too much sense. Casey Schmidt going back. Cole Waits recovering from, I think it's TJ. He's definitely missing a chunk of time with surgery. I know that. Mm -hmm. Um, Nick Zwack, who they got in the uh, Darren Ruff trade. Mm -hmm. So um, I just, you know, basically looking at Willie Adamas has a lot of upside, has a lot of downside. Like, you know, he had a kind of a weird year last year. He had like 217. But like a lot of good players did last year, but you know he's always going to hit the long ball. Last three yeah. years, twenty-five homers, thirty-one homers, twenty-four homers. Um, but that's not even the best part of his game. He's literally one of the most outstanding uh, infield. Uh, I'd just say shortstops in baseball. Um, you know, just always up there in the Gold Glove discussion. Fourteen point eight DEF and seventeen point seven last year. So. Um, so, yeah, this guy, uh, you know, he gives you a kind of a cleanup hitter presence in the lineup. The Giants could definitely use that. The interesting thing about acquiring him is that he's in the last year of his deal before hitting free agency. Uh, he's projected to make around $12 million in arbitration. Giants can afford it. I mean, yeah, the Brewers, you know, they don't try to spend that much often. But uh, I don't know what the Brewers are doing. They kind of lost their manager. They Unexpectedly. You know, yeah. Like guys like um, Adamus and Corbin Burns might be on the move where a contending team would not give up those guys. Brandon Woodruff's out for the year, basically. Um, so, yeah, they're kind of in a weird uh, standstill of what they are doing uh, as an organization. And if they were going to have any idea of signing Willie Damas long term, you think they would have done it either? It's probably going to happen next week since I've said this out loud. <laughs> um, but you think they would have signed him by now, right? I mean, he's. You're not going to let him go into free agency next year. You're just going to get nothing for him. So, um, so anyways, well, yeah, I, I can see it. Well, yeah, and outside of Christian Yelich, I mean, the Brewers aren't a team that's going to spend a ton of money either. I mean, and he, I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. That contract that Yelich is on, he signed that when he was still in Miami, or did he sign that when he got to Milwaukee? I want to say no. I think he definitely signed it when he got to Milwaukee. Okay, okay, I, I didn't remember. But outside of that, I mean. I can't think – I don't know. We're going off in the weeds here. But no, that's just basically their biggest contract. It's that's what I'm saying. Outside much. of that, they're they're kind of similar to the Giants in a way um, where, you know, they have some decent players, but they're not going to, you know, go out and hand out nine-figure contracts every other week. So Yeah. No. Well, you better believe that, you know, they're getting calls saying, hey, uh, I see you haven't signed yeah. Willie Adamas long-term. Are you going to – you're going to trade him before he becomes a free agent yeah. next yeah. winter. So, and my main reason of acquiring a guy like Willie Adamas, if he is available is because that is someone that right away, if they make this trade, if the giants do this trade in a couple of weeks, they can work on making that extension happen. Uh, give him that contract uh, extension, make him an offer. He can't really refuse it, You know, and if he says no, then he's going to have to play at Oracle park to try to hit free agency Next year, I mean, it's not a good thing for him. So you might as well just sign a hundred something million dollar deal with the Giants. He's only 28 right now. He just turned 28 a couple months ago. So that's kind of like this prime. I know. So that's why I'm like, could he be on the move? They haven't signed him yet. Um, so I know we spent a long time on that one, but uh quickly I'll just say Casey Schmidt going the other way is 
you have to give up something to get this guy. Um, you know, it's it's also someone that the Brewers can just pay nothing for four or five years, six years. Uh, he's a, you know on his rookie deal right now. So um, and then Cole Waits, Nick Zwack are just a couple pitchers. You know, you can never have enough uh, relievers, stuff like that. Cole Waits has already been in the big. So um, so yeah, that's my deal. Um, let's let's see it happen. And in, and in case you're new, Brooks is very much in line with Rob and I of trade your prospects. Yeah. Unless you have time to wait for one or guys that are for sure like this is going to be, you know, this guy is going to pan out and be really, really good. Move your prospects for proven pieces. You know, we're, we're big believers in that. So um, sorry, Casey Schmidt lovers. I mean, I think the dream scenario would be for the Giants to have Casey Schmidt become Willie Adamas unlike that lotto ticket it's like sure or you could just actually get actual Willie Adamas and not hope that Schmidt turns into yeah anyways that that's my that's my trade I'm sticking or they go get an even better you know hall of fame type glove with Matt Chapman anyways uh I'm joking spend money (laughs) what is that uh Rob's trade real quick a second one oh this is this would be a blockbuster Ooh, and I'm he's saving hit, my blockbuster for the last he's one. He's hitting up, so is mine. He's hitting up the Tampa Bay Rays, and he is sending Luis Matos, Carson Wisenhut, Carson Seymour, Johnny Carson. No, I'm kidding. All the Carsons <laughs> for Randy Arozarena. Oh, uh, Rosarena. Uh, I actually, I'm surprised he didn't say Carson Ragsdale too, because that was is he, <laughs> is he still going? Carson City. So Matos, Wisenhut, Seymour for a Rosarena. That would be a big-time trade. Um, and I'll, I'll let him explain that one because I also, in my third and final trade here, I am also hitting up the Tampa Bay Rays. And I think you already know where I'm going with this. Yes, Kevin That's Cash. That's right, Kevin Cash. You son of a bitch. I was, <laughs> going, for, I was <laughs> going for that. No, no, no. I actually was going to say Kevin Cash is scary. We're um, synonymous. So this was my... After I say this, you'll know. This was my front end of the rotation long shot um, that the Giants are in play for. They they want another front end of the rotation guy to pair up with Logan Webb. There are options, obviously, in the free agent market, but you know maybe they uh, you know take the other route and, and go trade. So I have the Giants sending Mason Black, the Giants' number nine prospect, Carson Seymour, the number twenty three prospect, and Tristan Beck. So three pitchers to the Tampa Bay Rays for Tyler Glass now. Everybody Glass now. <laughs> and uh, Tyler Glass now, obviously, um, when he's healthy, when he's right, electric front end, the rotation guy. He's 20, 21. I, I'm actually, because I know he he did not start the year um, healthy. I'm surprised when I saw this. He actually did get in 21 starts in 2023, hmm. um, recovering from Tommy John. I thought it would have been like more like, 12 to 15, but he got 21 starts in. He's a free agent after 2024. He's 30. So great age right there. Um, The Giants have the year to try and sign him. uh, If he would be here, Um, Tyler glass, now electric stuff. I mean, 120 innings. Like I said, this last year, 21 starts a three, five, three ERA two, nine, one FIP 162 strikeouts, uh, which is 12.2 per nine. My God. (laughs) And, for a high strikeout guy, a very respectable 2.8 uh, walks per nine this last year. So Tyler Glass now is 
got some really good stuff and he's been doing it for a couple years now um dating back to like 2019 when uh, he had a 178 era so um yeah uh you know the the big piece obviously outgoing would be mason black started 13 games um in triple a sack for the giants um and could possibly uh see some time in the rotation in 2024 so that is my you know kind of a home run no pun intended trade there get tyler glass now match him up with logan webb that'd be a fun uh fun top of the rotation there yes glass now is Stephen's so happy right now yeah friend of the show he was on rizzo cast so <laughs> anytime you can get a rizzo cast alum in your trade proposal do it um i think that trade definitely makes sense because tampa bay all it's like kind of what i was talking about Clockwork. with willie Adamas. small market and low payroll teams are gonna have these guys what are they gonna do have them play out their free agent contract and then just hit free agency and get what maybe a they won't even offer the qualifying offer because they're like well 20 billion that's a lot. he's not coming back yeah yeah so it if they haven't signed these guys like willie damas tyler glass now it's like they're probably on the move i i don't see a scenario where they just let him pitch and then let him walk so um i i definitely see that move working um yeah i mean uh mason black is someone that's excelled through the system um almost found himself in some of my trades um but i opted for a couple other guys couple of names that we've heard already so i'll get into that next but um yeah i could see that that trade happening i just my last piece and i'll, I'll, I'll lay out the four it, it also makes sense for tampa bay again like you said last year before he's gonna get paid um and but the the, the Rays already have a really good rotation they got zach efflin they got shane mcclanahan and drew uh rasmussen i know um mcclanahan and rasmussen have dealt with some injury stuff but um they already have a fairly good rotation and, and Pete Fairbanks. I mean, so that's a, and a yeah. legit farm system yeah. every year. Yeah. And they, they are really well, really well. Yeah. They seem to be pretty good at that. Um, they're also not afraid to make trades like this. Um, and not all of them work. Sometimes they trade away guys and you're like, Oh, I guess they know, they know something we don't know. And those no. players end up becoming really good for other yeah. clubs. Um, but they also know when to sell. They know when to hey let's let's go now before this the stock starts going down yeah and you know I love it Doug this trade makes so much sense for the Giants a always injured pitcher bring him over no, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> just kidding hey um, no when, when you you could argue when when Tyler Glass now is healthy and thrown he's you know one of the better arms in the American League for sure yep just got to get that first part taken care of to yep. stay on the field. Yep. Um, the guy that I, uh, great, great trades, all three of them. Um, thank you. I mean, just, just literally just mentioned Santander, Tommy Edmond and Glasnow on the giants in 2024 would be freaking exciting. Um, but you know, I don't really want to give up the prospect. So, uh, <laughs> excuse me. I don't even have a response for that. Uh, well, I hope we do give up the prospects cause this deal coming up is going to cost some prospects i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna go backwards here i'm gonna say the giants are in my trade proposal are acquiring dylan cease doug's former uh cy young pick for like five years in a row no it wasn't it was no, the year he was really 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 good he hasn't been in the league five years i don't think um no 
Dylan Cease is somehow still 27 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he'll be 28 really soon. But um, he is he's kind of a, a also kind of a strange player where he's been really, really good. Um, some of his, you know, if you're looking at some of his stats, you're like, ah, ERA in the four. Like, what is that? You got to remember where he's pitching. Chicago White Sox, um, you know, that bullpen coming in after him. It's just, it's been a mess for him last couple of years. And he still put up 3.7 war last year. Before that, 4.4. Before that, 4.5. He is steady. 32 starts a year, each year, last three years. And the strikeouts. Always going to be 10, 11, 12 strikeouts per nine. Um, the guy is really good. Always going to be in the Cy Young conversation every year. So how does he fit for the Giants, you ask? No. Um, yes, that would be a player the Giants should acquire. It's going to cost Luis Matos. He is the, you know, kind of like the featured player in this trade. Proposal. Then I'm in. Yes, um, because uh, I'm, I'm looking at Luis Matos and then a couple names you guys already mentioned. Carson Seymour, Keaton Wynn. It's going to take some pitching. If you're going to give up a Dylan Cease, you're going to want to get some coverage. You're not going to just get one pitcher. You need three. The last pitcher coming over, Landon Rupp. Um, he is a prospect that's kind of worked his way up the system as well. Um, I think he had, I think he only had like 31 innings last year, so I think he was dealing with some injuries and stuff. But um, these, like, look no further than, like, guys like Carson Seymour, Landon Rupp. They're the ones that are, you know, kind of lit on fire going up through the system. Um, they should be up here like really soon because that the Giants are happy to promote pitching. We've seen it with even Camilo Duvall. Um, now I had a trade. I had a trade that would make more sense in reality if you swap out Luis Matos for Camilo Duvall in this move. I think the White Sox. I know I would never do it. No, but that move doesn't make sense for the 2023 or 2024, 2025 Giants. It just doesn't make sense to move Camilo, even though like that's the type of value that it would take to get a Dylan C. So, sure. sure. So, uh, you know, in the little simulator that I'm looking at, you know, Luis Matos is a couple points below Camilo. So I'm saying, Luis, uh, you Giants are loaded with uh, outfielders already. Um, it's got to cost some talent to get a Dylan Cease on your team. So that's my trade. Cease for Matos, Seymour, Win, and Rupp. Um, I like it. I'm a big Cease guy. And one thing on Cease, and I'll toss it your way, is uh, his contract situation kind of makes sense for this as well because he has one more year after 2024 um, before hitting uh, free agency. So, and I think he's due like like eight million this year or something. I don't know. Bargain. It's, it's just like silly. Um, I mean, the the White Sox it goes right back into it. Are the White Sox really going to sign this guy for 150 million? The Giants. They should, they, you know, if, if they bring him over and they like him. And if they don't, they can always get a damn qualifying offer comp pick for him. <laughs> I love those. Are, those. those are so important. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah. And I, I like do want to hear Rob's. Too. I like it. Rob actually has one and a half more trades. One's, one's entertaining. Um, <laughs> no, it does not involve Anthony Rendon. Uh, his last one... <laughs> The Giants are hitting up the Washington <laughs> Nationals, and they are getting Lane Thomas. Oh, dude, yes. Yeah. For, this one would hurt, Wilmer Flores, the Giants' best player, obviously. 
Uh, Wade Meckler and Hayden Burnsong, the pitcher, um, hmm. who had a pretty solid 23, if I am correct. Um, so, yeah, Lane Thomas. He uh, he had a fairly breakout year, I believe, right, for Washington this last year? He was uh, – I think he was someone that – I don't know. I think we were coming up with, like, guys the Giants should trade for over the summer, and he was definitely a name that we were throwing out there. We are like, yeah. will they move him? Yeah, he, he had an awesome year. Um, definitely, he kind of wish you got him last winter before that. You know, it's now the price tag is just probably going yeah. higher and higher. Oh, yeah, his value's up for sure. But if Farhan would have found the value last winter, no, uh, that that's a cool trade, obviously. Um, I, I would say they probably want to – I don't really – you know, these are just trade proposals, but I don't know if the, Wash, if the Nationals need a Wilmer Flores. They probably want someone even – Younger Young. around, I don't, yeah, know. I don't, yeah, but um, who knows? I mean, he's got uh, he's got good vibes, that guy, so yeah, agreed. Uh, Robinson, all right, you ready for the last one? Yes, I think this name's been floating around a little bit. The Giants get the polar bear, Pete Ooh. Alonzo from the New York Mets in exchange for the city of San Francisco. <laughs> Uh, I'm not as, kidding. It really says that. See? That's, that's too much. for the city of San Francisco. Wait, wait, wait. Can I can I select specific <laughs> neighborhoods to send there? No. The Tenderloin. Yeah, um, the all right. <laughs> I uh, actually, I mean, you mentioned P. Alonzo, so I'll say he almost found his way in one of my trade comps. But uh, you, you know, know, just I don't. Here's the thing. I don't like moving him. I don't think I, so either. I and. Just and I like here's let's let's have a real quick TED talk. Look, I like Lamont Wade. He 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 has a good year. He's quiet. He's a good giant. He was much better at first base than I think anyone could have imagined this last year. He was like he above gets average at first. On base. He gets on base. He'll hit a home run every Yes, Peter Brand. <laughs> but but here's the thing. And again, I I don't think this has happened. Like I'd say there's a you know five percent chance they move Alonzo, but when you can get a guy that hits 40 to 50 home runs consistently every year, you, 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 you listen. And if he's available, you listen and you see what you can do to possibly get him again. Don't think it's realistically uh, going to happen, but man, Pete Alonzo would be fun, uh, especially with the, uh, you know, the, the polar bear hats at Oracle on cold nights. I mean, like, you know, that that would be the marketing ploy right there. Yes. So that'd be fun. And that would be, and again, that's why Rob said the city of San Francisco, being kind of joking, but that'd be a fun, fun guy to acquire for sure. I'll, I'll just quickly say, Pete Alonso needs to be a giant at some point. <laughs> I mean, like in free agency, when he's forty-two. Yeah, yeah. If he if he finds <laughs> his way to the Giants, it, he is just he, he looks like the most fun teammate. Like he, the dude is. I don't know. Like who who says anything bad about Pete Alonso? He just seems like he's having fun and hitting moonshots. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's the problem is the Giants won't give up the farm for a guy like that, even though sometimes you just gotta gotta give up. Bite the bullet. Kyle Harrison and Luciano for Pete Alonso. It's like yeah, that's a oh lot to give gosh. up. We don't want to. They would have riots. I know. They would have riots, especially young Giants Twitter. You know the twenty year olds, they would just it's yes. not okay. It's not okay. They yes. have to go into their safe space. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, hey, man, look, I appreciate you coming on. Um, always fun to have you on. We always have good it was fun conversations. And this is fun. Again, like I said before we started this, I prefaced it with this is just for fun. Obviously, you know, we're just 
fans sitting at home, but did a little homework and putting our baseball knowledge together and see how can the Giants improve? Because realistically, like the Giants are not close to being a really good team, but it's not about the quantity of people you bring in. It's the quality. And if you, if the Giants were to sign one to two big free agents, obviously depending who and made one to two trades to get their roster better now for the next couple years and, and give up some prospect capital, Dude, they could be playing in October next year. There's no doubt about it that if the Giants were serious about winning, they could be in October next year with the right three or four moves made in the next couple of months. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, I like my rotation with uh, Webb, Dylan Cease. Uh, you know, eventually, eventually Cobb will be there and John Means. And, no, <laughs> no, um, no I, I mean, it's this is what we're doing right now in November. Uh, happy early Thanksgiving to everybody listening. Yeah. Um, this is there's no there's barely any action at all. It's just all rumblings of hey, giants are looking at this guy. It's like. Let's actually see something happen. And yeah, I'm not expecting a lot until the winter meetings. So this is what we get to do until the winter meetings is kind of kick around some ideas, put on our GM hats for the day, come up with some trades. None of these trades are realistic and none of them are unrealistic. It's like the, we didn't, well, maybe Rob San Francisco. (laughs) 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 No, but these, these all could happen in a alternate universe. Is that Steve Cohen on top of Coit Tower? (laughs) This is mine. Enjoy your polar bear with no ballpark to play in. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's this is fun. I, I'm I'm glad you you thought of this idea to come up with some trades because um, this is what we've been lacking for all these years with Farhan. We never get to see some like really exciting trade. It's always a little minor trade, and every once in a while you turn into a Lamont Way Jr. or a Yaz, and that's cool. But like we want to see something substantially yep. like. I want it ripple effects throughout the league. Like, did you yep. see who the Giants just yeah. got? Like, that's that hasn't happened. So, um, Lane fucking Thomas. Yes, G- give me um, Jorge, John, and Joey, the Triple J's. I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, get rid of all the Seymours or the Car- all, or all the Carsons. All the Carsons. <laughs> get, get Carson Daly out of here. Okay, total request live. TRL. Uh, uh, <laughs> now we're now we're talking to our older audience. Yeah, hey, no kidding. How are you doing? Guys? Hey, no, th- this is fun as always. And yeah, um, the great yeah. thing maybe it's so quiet right now that once the the meetings hit and all these guys get in the same building, holy shit. Maybe stuff just starts popping off because I will say this. There's, you know, probably shouldn't be saying this on a baseball podcast, but I don't care. You know, there uh, there are other sports that are much more popular than this one in this country, but there's no better free agency than Major League Baseball free agency. There's not. Um, So true. November and December every year should be pretty entertaining and quite a lot of fun. So um, make sure you're joined up on Giants Shatter on Facebook and X. And also we're trying to actually Brooks and I specifically are really trying to get it going on Instagram uh, out of the gates here this winter. So we're good to go by the spring and uh, follow us at Say Hey Doug at Say Hey Rob and at Brooks Newton. That's like the sour cream. With the kid. yeah, tell tell Rob it's Newton and not Nudson. Okay, I know. I when he said that last times. week, I smirked. I smirked seventy times. No, thanks, Robbie <laughs> Lawis. Um, no, uh, everyone. Also, stay tuned for uh, what we do each off season. Uh, we at Giants Chatter put out our most wanted. We all kind of pick a couple uh, 
players doug's falling asleep over uh <laughs> he's like he's like really are we doing that again this year no i'm just kidding <laughs> doug doug creates the graphics so i just put it i just finally get some credit yeah i'll credit steven risotto for the graphics um no Doug puts the graphics together, so he's got more work to do. Um, each of us uh, admin team uh, members are going to pick a, uh, what is it, one pitcher, one hitter that we want. Uh, sure. I don't know. I think that's what we're doing. Sure. Anyways, uh, that we want the Giants to acquire in free agency, our most wanted. It's not always most wanted uh, realistic. Sometimes it's most wanted. It's a smaller player or a big player. It's just what we think the Giants should do in free agency. And we do a little article. We write up how they fit, what expected contract, all that stuff. And what it does is it really gets the gears going because a lot of people throw out their opinions about it, and it's a lot of fun. So I remember um, who you wanted last year. He was pretty good in 2023. Not Nate, really. Nate, oh, no. I was Jake DeGrom. <laughs> yeah, well, the other uh, – guy that pitches in that rotation and you were you oh. didn't do his most one on it but you wanted nato body oh yeah pretty yeah. good this last year that's i'm giving you credit on thank that. you thank you and i also wanted the other guy in that rotation that was andrew heaney that was my most wanted last year <laughs> all we want is champions doug it's all we want yes, um, yes. yeah so it's a lot of fun um to kind of just break those down and just see sometimes it's uh it's not just like oh how does otani fit on the giants like that's kind of you know, it is what it is. We have to write about one of those, <laughs> but uh, we'll leave so, it when we see it. Yeah, everyone's got a lot to uh, a lot of interesting ideas. So we're going to put those together soon. Expect those to be rolled out very soon. So, uh, but yeah, Doug, this is a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on, buddy. We'll wrap with that for Say Hey Doug and, of course, Say Hey Brooks. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Go Giants. Don't get swept, Rob. Ah. Say hey. Say who? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.